Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Chosen Happy Tuesday that feels like a Monday, that feels like also like a Thursday. How is everyone doing? It is blizzarding here in New York. It's just like so not the vibe, you know? Like, it's I just got so back from Mexico. Vibe, like, fuck off. I like. Oh. oh, we're on totally different wavelengths because we're expecting a cold front this week and it's just not coming fast enough for your girl. Well, that I understand because like you decided to live in Florida for some reason and it's like so hot and miserable. So of course you would be looking forward to a cold front. Okay, so if you're not looking for for Mexican climate, Floridian climate, nor New York climate right now. What are you looking for, turd? No, no, it's a good question. It's a good question. I am looking for 65 and sunny. I'm always looking for 65 and sunny. Yeah, I think like San Diego is always 65 and sunny. Not Ben Soffer being in San Diego right now. Of course, classic Ben. You wanna hear the craziest thing? I mean, you know it already, cause I told you, but yeah. Ben and I were in Mexico together and we flew home separately. I flew home to New York. He flew home. He flew to San Diego. And we both have the same suitcase. It's a black away carry-on. And when we got out of the car, we were like, by the way, make sure we have each other's correct bags before we get on the plane, because we're going on separate planes. And my plane is literally taking off, and Ben calls me, and he's like, I have your bag. I thought you checked. What did the check entail? That could be wrong. We didn't check. Oh, but you said make sure you have your right back. Yeah, we were like later before we like, you know, officially part oh. ways. Let's make sure. Yeah. We didn't. For me, like, I don't really care because I'm going home. I have everything I need at home, you know? Ben is going on a week-long work trip, speaking at a conference this morning, with literally a suitcase full of bathing suits and cover-ups and like sparkly dresses. Well, he could sell your wares and buy some things for himself. So he hit up a Nordstrom Rack last night. Beautiful. He said he got some great things. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he loved the opportunity to do a last minute shop. But like when I tell you, Ben is, doesn't panic really ever. He's stressed. And I was honestly like, you're being a little dramatic. Like you're not going to a third world country. Like you're going to California, go to a mall. You're right. a boy. You're not going to a gala. Like you're speaking at a conference. Buy a button down and some jeans. Like, please. I, and he was really being like, ask the flight attendant if they could turn. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Ask the flight attendant if they can turn. He was being like so nuts. And I was like, listen, I know it's not ideal, but like you need to get a grip. Now, if it had been me, totally different. Like makeup, glam, like so different for girls. For a boy, I really wanted to be like grow up. Yeah. Still, you're headed towards civilization. You can replace some things, but it's not about like, will I be able to access a dress? It's like, it's the dress. No, he's like podcasting. Like, what do you wear on a podcast? Like literally a t-shirt, please, please. Yeah. If you were going to LA for like a week of podcasting and you lost your things, it would be extremely inconvenient, but like you would survive. No, I would spend one hour at the Beverly Center and I would be completely fine. A Bloomingdale's, a Macy's, like, please. Yeah, Ben will be fine and he loves to shop. Loves. Now, I want to preface that I'm not sick, and I'm not crying either. But you are? Horse. And do you jewel? Uh, no. Wow. So what's the point of not jeweling if you're still going to get a horse voice? I just spent, like, the whole weekend screaming and not getting a lot of sleep, you know? Yeah. Hold on. I'm, like, really not okay. Are you sticky shoes? Have you given it a spin? Honestly, I'm a little far gone. Sticky shoes, like, I just sound bad. We'll, t we'll take a listen. Okay. <clears throat> My sticky, sticky shoes. That's pretty good. It's giving like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> right? It is giving Louis Armstrong. Oh my God. I'm deceased and a half. And I know everyone's like, Claudia, you were on vacation in Mexico. How do you come back more tired? This was not an ordinary trip. Like, it wasn't relaxing. 
in the slightest. I'm overloaded, candy coated. My life's imploding now. I'm good and broken. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you overloaded with? But yes, I understand. No, I'm good and broken. <laughs> I understand you're good and broken. Well, that's good. It looks like you had a jolly good time. I had a blast. Like, seriously, just a... So this is the price that you pay. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry to say, like, we don't feel sorry. No, I'm not looking for, for sympathy. I am not looking for sympathy. I just... Okay, cool, cool. I cannot stress that enough. Like, no, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just deeply unwell. Tell us about your trip. It was amazing. My friend Crystal throws every year like a major birthday party for herself but it's really like not for her it's for everyone because like I feel like we all have more fun than her because we're just like enjoying and she's planning for everyone right and this year was no different this is like my fifth year going she's such a fucking legend and she just like went all out it was like four days just party 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 and like so many of her friends from LA who are my friends from LA like I got to see and I never get to see them got to meet new people I met tanks like I met tanks and let me tell you we know tell us everything I'm obsessed. Like you have a new best friend. No, is my I don't even think I could. Yeah, you're you're out. You out. I'm, Tinks I'm in out for 2024. 2024 Jackie out. Tinks in. Tinks is in. But like, I wouldn't say we're best friends because like I'm obsessed with her. Like she probably thinks I'm a freak. You know. You don't think she's going on her podcast today talking about you? Honestly, she might. Yeah, it just depends, you know, what she likes to talk about. Right, right, right. I actually feel like she's... Her personal life, Yeah, I actually feel like on her podcast, like, she helps other people with, like, their problems. It's more, like, advice than, like, here's what I did. This is, <laughs> hey, look at me, you know? If you want... You, you could write into her podcast if you need some friendly advice. Hey, I met this girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just had the best time. Like, the weather was perfect. I really worked so hard on my outfits because Crystal themes every night. So the themes were, like, disco... Uh, Playboy Club and like white party. So you have to, and everybody really does the most. So you don't want to be someone who's like just wearing something from Amazon. You know, you have to like really work hard. I spent like two weeks on my outfits. I feel like I really crushed it in every sense. And I just had so much fun. I'm like so upset that it's over. And I don't know what to do. Like I'll never be the same. Well, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. So true. And look back on the memories. In the words of Fall Out Boy, thanks for the memories. Thanks, Crystal and Tinks. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, I had so much fun. <clears throat> Worth like what I'm experiencing right now, you know? Yeah. And I, that's it. Like, that's it. Great. Well, we're happy to have you back. How was your long weekend? It was lovely. It was really a nice weekend spent with family and friends. Quite different from yours. No. but. No, I was I mean, with it was dip I was with family and friends too. Tinks is like family to me. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but it was really nice. It was nice to be off from the show. Missed the show, missed your girl. And a lot happened. A lot did happen, so we will get into it in the stories. I finished the crown. <gasps> don't which spoil was it. Really ex don't spoil it. It was really a highlight of my weekend. I have to say, I texted you because I just thoroughly enjoyed this season. And we have a uh, royal story, so I'll put some of my thoughts in there. And then when you finish, we can do a whole thing because it was just a delight. So we have a royal story. Do we also have Kristen Juice Check story? Of course, okay. the name on everybody's lips this weekend was Kristen Juice Check. The name on everybody's lips this weekend was Kristen Juice Check. Use Check. She's in the running for Queenie of the Week. She, by the way, we totally forgot to do Queenie of the Week last week. I know. We have to like set a reminder because it's just Maybe not, it'll be bi-weekly. It's like not in our DNA yet. Like dear toasters, like I wake up on Wednesday and I know. Yeah. This is so new. Like of course we forgot the second time we were supposed to do it. Like 
we're, we'll get our sea legs soon. Yeah, she is in the running for Queenie of the Week. I have to like also start keeping it top of mind for me, like when we're talking about people or just when I'm experiencing things. Yeah, actually, well, also <clears throat> with award show right now, like it's ripe with fodder for Weenie and Queenie. My Queenie of the Week is probably Tinks. <laughs> Your Queenie of the Year. Queenie of my life. That's so crazy. I feel like that's. What's it like? It's like Sweet Life on Deck of Hannah Montana. Yes, yes, yes. You that's that's so sweet together. life. That's so sweet life of Hannah Montana. It's um, that's what it is. It's the crossover of a generation. I just feel like she's like West Coast turny. Like we're two girls with nicknames. We're like millennial icons. Like I really feel, I really feel that way. Uh, do you find that you guys are really similar, or you are like magnets and you're attracted because you're, of your differences? I actually don't think we're similar at all, except that like we both share this sort of love and obsession for gossip, you know? Yeah. But that's yeah. like a universal thing. I actually yeah, think we're very different. on a personality level. Mm, on a personality level, actually, no, I feel like we're really like twin flames. But in a similar way or in an attracted way? I don't know. Like these, these questions are too deep. Like we just got along, you know? <laughs> no, but I'm asking like, was she boisterous like turdy? Or did she balance turdy? Was she boisterous like turdy? I don't know. I'm like forgetting. I'm like blacking out because it was like too much. Um, no, she's boisterous. She's boisterous. And, but she's different because like we're both funny. But I'm like absurdly funny and like like a little wild funny. And she's like very smart funny. Actually, she kind of reminds me of you, which is perhaps why we got along so well. I knew there was a compliment in there for me somewhere. Yeah, she's like witty. Like, you know, she went to like grad school. Yeah. What did she study? Fashion, right. Journal Journalism awesome yeah like real like and she went to stanford like smart smart and she's like decided to use her talents like for humor you like your friends smart <sighs> yeah i do you surround yourself with smart people do i i feel like yeah i feel like your high school friends are smart yeah they are they are maybe i'm just like a smart person who lifts up other smart people you are what you attract. What are they, what's the saying? I don't chase, I attract. What is mine will find me. That like doesn't really work here. Also in the crown, the queen kind of like told William like a line that came right out of TikTok. Say it. Like that sometimes happens. I'll be watching a show. I'm like, they didn't talk like that. But she said. Did she say, William, you are giving main character energy? <laughs> she might as well. She said, William, what's meant for you won't pass you by. Okay, that's like not that TikTok-y. But it, when she said it, it made sense. Like, and it was only after that I'm like, oh, that's like what they say. Um, that's meant for me will find me. Yeah, it does sound like that classic chant. Yeah, the manifestation. Yeah. What's meant for me will find me. But of course, the queen made it just exceptional. On a totally separate note, on my flight home yesterday, I unfollowed almost 100 people. Poor Kay. I just like was getting a little out of control, like a little willy nilly with like my follows, you know? And I felt like my feed was filled with people I didn't want to fucking see. Yeah. And it just got me thinking because before I would unfollow someone, especially if they like followed me back, I would be like, oh, this is like going to start a problem. They're going to think I'm like mad at them or I don't like them. And that's just not the case, you know? Like not everyone's content is going to serve you at all different times of your life, you know? Who were the kinds of people that you unfollowed? Influencers, celebrities, or friends? Former, like, you know, old high school people. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't follow. I didn't, you really can't. Those people who you follow, like, you're locked in for life. I didn't unfollow anyone from, like, high school or college. Like, it was influencers, celebs, content creators, like, people with platforms. Drop names. And so, like, some of them I followed because they followed me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And that's, like, what we call mutuals, you know? But 
then I was just like, this content doesn't serve me. And so I posted this thing on my Instagram being like, why can't we start like unfollowing people and, and not have it mean something? Like, I don't hate you. It's just like your content's not for me. And you wouldn't want to hit them with the mute? So then everyone was like, I totally agree with this, but then that's why the mute button. But then I'm like, okay, we're really going to like, be like so phony Sense and keep up appearances because like, you don't want it because you just don't want to follow someone. And we're gonna tiptoe around people's feelings. Like maybe like like I, I don't know. I just don't agree like with with babying everyone. And what's the kind of content that no longer serves you? Did you notice a theme? Is it people who are That's like what are question. they doing? What's an amazing question? Well, I just think like I followed a lot of people who were like at the time when I followed them like really relevant in the culture. Like they were on a Netflix show and then you became yeah. obsessed, so you followed, and now it's like, it, I don't care way, what they're up to. Exactly. Understood. You wanna name names or nah? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you notice that I unfollowed you, you're one of the hundred, like, just know, like, I still have love in my heart for you. It's really like, it's not that deep. I think we really need to like desensitize ourselves to being unfollowed. And then somebody messaged me and she like agreed with me. She was like, no, Turdy, I totally feel this like I literally unfollowed you last year because like your content didn't serve me anymore and then I became a toaster so I refollowed you and like now I'm loving it I was like okay wait <laughs> <laughs> this can't happen to me wait a damn minute <laughs> but no like she's right yeah that hurts though it hurts when it's like no, she threw, comes back she threw that to, shit back in my face yeah but she's not wrong yeah but if you're gonna do it you have to be able to accept it as well so my heart goes out to the hundred the hundred fallen follows. And like maybe our, like we will be reunited. We salute you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Not everything is meant to last forever, you know? Yeah, so what, like who else vibes? No, and then I just like, then I was like looking at people who like followed 3,000 people just like I was checking. I'm like, oh, does this person still follow me? Because if they right. do, like maybe I won't yeah, follow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, wow, you follow 4,000 people? Like, you have no scruples. Like, you have no standards. Like, that's so no many point, people. No point where you worried about your number or, like, your ratio. Which, no, like, no. ratio, ratio is no. not a thing when you have 3 million followers. No, 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 no. But, like, I don't, I was, like, I think I was at, like, 650. And what are you at now? Like, 550. So right, I because just, you unfollowed on. Right. I just feel like 650 is, like, a lot of people to be following. And I, I need to look at mine now. Oh, and by the way. Instagram has this new thing, Jackie. Jackie, Jackie, look at me. Go to who you're following. And they tell you who you least interact with? Yes, Ansel Elgort was my number one least interacted. I didn't even know that I followed him. Oh, my least interacted, Elsa Hosk. See, like, that's weird that you follow her now. She has good style and pleasant content. I okay. feel like I see it all the time. How is she my least interacted with? I like that. They, like, let me know who I don't see. I've, I've seen this a lot, but... It's like there's a reason I don't interact with them, but I don't mind following them. Well, I found that little tab extremely helpful in the, you know, the hundred. Yeah. I follow, what did I say? 649. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I want to continue to be like fast and loose with my follows. So I had to make some room, you know? Yeah. So you do care about the number. Just a little bit. Not so much. Like Margot is obsessed with 500. If she meets someone new and wants to follow them, she will go find someone else to unfollow to go to 499 and then go to 500 to follow that new person. Like that's sick. She's cutthroat. Like I feel like that's nuts. You know, like I don't want to limit the amount of love I can receive, you know, but I got a little out of control. Okay. Well, I don't think there should really be a limit. I mean, I guess if you're following in the thousands, it's like, do we mean nothing to you? Right. But I feel like up until a thousand, you, there's room. What are your thoughts on unfollowing people who have passed away? 
you just have to like rip it off like a Band-Aid. Well, I and think I feel like, like if, if it's, it's a close, someone, if yes. it's someone you know, like I feel like it's impossible to do, but you when can. it's a celebrity, like you just kind of have to like look away and unfollow and then move on. Yeah, like I did not unfollow Virgil Abloh. But mostly because he, before he passed, followed me. So, does the estate of Virgil Abloh use his account? No, it's like it's not active. It's in the done. Slightest. Yeah, got it. Because sometimes the estate then is like the right. No, no, no. For a while, like Melissa Rivers was um, updating Joan's Instagram. Yeah, I think that you can unfollow. Obviously, it's not like the minute they die, rip unfollow. Yeah, but as you comb through your followers, oh, this person has passed. And so will I. I'm just going to do like a quick unfollow. Painful. Yeah. It's a weird Painful. thing. Yeah, it is. But so it's more personal than comedy. It is. Well, I just wanted to put that out there. If you're part of the 100, I love you still. Like maybe they'll start a support group. Or like a hate page for me. Well, they could just join one. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> you don't need to build it. It's already if there. You build it. They will come. So we've got a great show. I'm like lit for the stories. Yeah, we could get into the stories. It's time because we're recording late today and we've got to get the people the episode. Oh, yeah, I wanted so to apologize. So we can't really today's, dally. Today's episode is out far later than our usual time. Like your girl needed to sleep. Yeah. So without further ado, did it, did it do, here are the fast five stories that you need to know. And the fast five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that's designed to be deleted. Why? Well, Hinge gives you a sense of someone's personality and lets you share your own. You get to know potential dates through their unique answers to prompts. Plus, you get a sense of someone's dating intentions and what they're looking for. I feel like everyone knows, like, if you're serious about dating, like, you're looking for a real relationship, Hinge is the place to go. And we're actually sitting down with um, kind of a Hinge celebrity. Yes, yes, my big interview. I met my husband on Hinge. Well, thanks to Hinge is how we got together. And we wouldn't probably not be together, at least in the time frame that we were together, without Hinge. And I recommend everyone go on Hinge. Anyone who asked me for dating advice, they want yep. to settle down, they want to be in a relationship. I'm like, get on Hinge. First of all, you need to be on the apps. You need to get out there. But Hinge is the app for serious people Real deal. who want serious relationships. Yeah. So download Hinge and find someone who's worth deleting the app for. I feel like a lot of people's resolutions is like getting serious about dating. Or if they like have been through a breakup and they haven't been able to put themselves out there, now it's like the time of year where they really want to get started again. And I love this. Like I love that Hinge is running our ads with us in January because it's the perfect time to get back on the app, get more serious about it, and commit yourself to like being in a relationship this year. I love that. Yeah, you could be serious by summer. You, you can have a... I'm just a summer girl. I wear my flip flops and, and have like a have boyfriend. a boyfriend over the like a boyfriend in the summer greater than not having a boyfriend. In the and summer. then like spending the holidays together. Are we getting engaged? I don't know. Hopefully, today's episode is brought to you by Legacy Box as well. So, if you grew up in a similar time frame that Jackie and I did, you have like a big fat stack of VHS tapes in your basement, in your attic, like probably being destroyed because you don't even know like your basement is flooded. Some people grew up in like a camcorder reels era. Like we were VHS girlies and the amount of money like we had spent over the years, like trying to get these VHSs transferred into like something we could possibly watch them on is so dumb. Legacy Box came in, changed the game. They make digitizing your old home videos and tapes so so easy simply send your legacy box filled with camcorder tapes film reels pictures and get back digital copies that can be easily enjoyed shared and organized it's literally like magic and when you go to legacybox.com toast you can enjoy 50 percent off when you get started with legacy box today the process is super easy fill it up with the tapes 
They do VHS, they do camcorder, they do old pictures, and their team will professionally digitize everything by hand. It's all done in the US, and you'll get it back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. We got a thumb drive, so easy. We just did, um, was it your and Olivia's bat mitzvah montage? Yes. You guys, it was so major. We, we watched it, we were like crying, laughing. It was just the best. Such a good gift too, for someone in your life, like a grandparent or a sibling. So kick off the or new year. Or your parents, because your parents were the ones who filmed all of it. Kick off the new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories that haven't been watched or enjoyed in years. Go to LegacyBox.com slash toast to save 50% off. Buy today. Send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash toast. LegacyBox.com slash toast. Thank you, La. You're welcome. Our first story, the name on everybody's lips this weekend, Kristen Juszczyk, the wife of 49er star Kyle Juszczyk, designed a custom coat for Taylor Swift to wear to the freezing cold Kansas City Chiefs game. And Taylor, it was one of her best looks ever. Everyone it was. was like, who made that coat? And Kyle Juszczyk was going to let you know that it was his wife if you didn't already follow her. But now I think around 500,000. So let me tell you how this weekend, like so many people discovered, oh, Kyle Juszczyk has a wife who's really, really talented and beautiful and like has a great Instagram. And they all started following her. If you're a toaster... You already knew that. Like, you were kind of ahead of the game. We talk about Kristen Juszczyk all the time. She is a toaster. Uh, she's the best. And she's always, like, posting really cute reels. She, like, goes vintage shopping, finds, like, old, because her husband plays on the 49ers, these old, like, jackets and jerseys, and she totally reworks them into, like, a pair of boots. Like, it's insane what she does. Yeah, like, every Sunday when she goes to her husband's game, she wears, like, a fit that she designed herself, made from, like, reworked vintage jerseys or just regular jerseys like always something so sickening and then in the last few weeks she's been making for other people too Simone Biles wore one of her vests right when Simone Biles wore and like ordered from her like it was such a big deal and Brittany Mahomes had worn something by her and then this weekend both tailored and Brittany wore coats with their husband's jerseys designed by Kristen and because it was like the coldest game ever it was like negative 30 degrees so all eyes were on the jackets. Like, yeah. what is Taylor going to wear? And she just wore one of her best outfits, period, to the games. And everyone was like, who's that girl? It's Kristen. And I'm just obsessed with, like, monitoring how it's impacting Kristen Juszczyk. Before this saga, she had 113,000 followers. As of this very moment, she has 520,000. Like, that's insane. Wow, that's amazing. Also, they're going doubly viral because her husband, Kyle, is commenting on every post about Taylor's jacket being like, made by the great Kristen Juszczyk. That's he was my girl. Not, he was not going to let any Taylor Swift fan account, any major media's news account, he was not going to let them talk about Taylor Swift's outfit without giving credit to his wife. And we stand. We yeah. stand. Yeah, so now he's going viral for being just like a supportive Cute. king. And it's a beautiful, beautiful story. And I really hope that it leads to, like, Kristen Juszczyk should be de designing, like, women's apparel for NFL.com. Right. So a lot of people are, like, wanting to place orders. But she doesn't, like, own a company. It's really virtually impossible to sell um, sportswear, like, with NFL logos on it because of the licensing. Right, they right. do not let anyone, anyone do that. She just makes stuff for herself and for her friends. So it's not like a business, but everyone's like, please like start up, start a business. She literally can't. Right. But they should hire her if they're smart. So the NFL should really hire her as like a creative director of their merch. Cause like, I feel like the website, the like for the, women's, it's like disgusting. you try and buy a women's t-shirt. Disgusting. Just the shape of it. I wonder if they've reached out like at all. I should ask I her, but there's, yeah, let's manifest it. Yeah, like she needs a gig. Like there is, 
work for her to be there's work to be done like the nfl merch is yeah. horrible especially for women yeah and now like, that we're all obsessed with football like we'd like a little something to no, wear it's true somebody really should like jump on this like fanatics that company like they sell merch too like somebody needs yeah. to jump on and like bring her on as like a designer yeah, 100%. Also, Taylor Lautner was wearing her jacket the next night to the Detroit Lions game. It was Larver's debt. It was Larver's debt. And we need to talk about football because a lot is going on. First is that the Eagles lost last night. Yeah, well, we have an Eagles story. So save oh, okay. your thoughts on the Eagles. Second is that the Cowboys lost so momentously. <laughs> it was a depressing evening in my house. Who did house. they lose to? The Packers. Oh, right. And now the Niners are playing the Packers. Yeah, it was really sad. And I just, I kept asking Zach all these hypothetical questions and like, he was literally like, go away. Shut up, bitch. But no, he didn't say that. He oh, was just like, God. he wasn't. I didn't think he, he actually said it. He wasn't verbally abusive. He okay. was just like. Well, that's good. That is good. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> I was like, would you rather lose by God, so much. God, you sound annoying. Like you do. You sound, Would you rather. Would you rather lose by so much? Like there was no chance of winning. It's a good question. Oh, oh, okay, thanks. Or, like, win, it's the tightest game, and, and like, they pull out a touchdown, and you were so close to winning. Like, I feel like that's more frustrating. It's worse. I would rather lose by, like, 50. Yeah, where there was, like, no, was no other chance. parallel universe where we win. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's a good question. But still, it was really, it, it was also sad, because I felt like we were saying how the Cowboys, like, weren't a good enough team to be in the playoffs. And, right. like, that proved that. Like, they could not hold their own so whatsoever. what you're saying is like we are analysts oh for sure well we're analyzing whether it's good or bad we are analyzing I do feel like it's really important and a lot of people like especially from the debt area are really mad at us because we talk so much about football like who we think and we've really I don't even think we've uttered the words Detroit Lions on this show and they're amazing like they really are but like in my mind and especially in like how the NFL and the teams like relate to the culture I honestly, the Detroit Lions like might as well be invisible. Like I don't give the Detroit Lions a first thought, let alone a second thought. I could go years without ever thinking about the Detroit Lions. No, and honestly, if I didn't follow Taylor and Taylor Lautner on Instagram, like I might not even know that Detroit had a team. Like that's how irrelevant they really are. But one thing that is in their column that I now know is that they're a team with a vowel in the middle of their you acronym. Love, you love thus making them the debt. So I just really want to quickly look something up because I think I really truly stand by the fact, especially now that the Eagles lost, because in order to make the Super Bowl, the 49ers would have had to have beat, beat, beaten the Eagles and they lost to them last year. So I really, I do firmly believe that the Niners are going to be playing the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Like that's what I think. I think that's a really good guess. And then maybe debt will be in the semifinals. So that's what I was, I wanted to know like how the debt team like plays into this like what division they're in and stuff oh they'll be their own conference champions but who do they have to go up against the 49ers or the ravens wait so what was the question it's a hard question take your time detroit which conference what's their name lions yeah the lions are in nfc north okay and then search what the 49ers are in and God forbid it was just like East versus West. No, and there's we could eight look at, divisions. Like, this God makes forbid so sense. we could look at a map of America and okay. know. NFC West. No, wait, sorry. Okay. Lions are NFC North. Niners are NFC West. Okay, so they'll have to play each other for the NFC championship. Yeah, I guess. That makes sense to me. And if that's wrong, then it just doesn't make sense. 
Because AFC. And I was saying this yesterday to my close personal friend, Kristen Juszczyk, um, because we were just talking about, like, how amazing, like, what's happening. And I said, like, good things happen to people in waves. Like, you have, like, a really good year, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just feel like between the Taylor Swift effect and the 49ers, like, just being so good, I really feel like the 49ers could – like, I feel – I feel like this it's their time. I really do. The juju is strong. And like for Olivia and Christian getting engaged and they're yep. getting married soon. Like there's just so many simchas for the 49ers. No, I really, truly, honestly believe it's their time. And Nick Bosa being in a skims campaign when it rains, Huge. it pours. Huge. Huge thighs. <laughs> I think it's their time too. I do. I really, really do. And that's not just because, obviously, like, we're close personal friends with so many of the, you know, players. It has nothing to do with that. Like, I really just The Toast believe. is kind of the official podcast of the 49ers. For sure. When I was in Mexico this weekend on Sunday, like, during the day, they set up, like, a big TV so everybody could watch the games. And, you know, I was, like, chatting football with some folks. And I was like, oh, who's your team? And they were like, who's your team? And I said, the 49ers. And they were like, oh, are you from the Bay Area? I'm like, no. They're like, so why the 49ers? And, like, I just, I just... I had to say, like, I'm the official podcast of the 49ers. That's why. Yeah, it's the most toasters per density. Per capita. Per capita in the locker room. Exactly. And that, and I feel like debt has the least, honestly. Debt has the least. Exactly. They're in debt. To us. <laughs> Sorry to our, our Lions fans. Yeah, it's on your time. But you know what? It might be. What we used to say wasn't 49ers time and look at us singing a different tune. Exactly. We have like a pretty good sort of gauge on these types of things. Yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs won their game. Yeah. Who'd they play? Bills. No. No, Bills. They're playing the Bills next. That's going to be a hard game, by the way. Like, I think the Chiefs and the Bills, it's anyone's game. And Especially because I think the Chiefs, oh, the Chiefs played the Dolphins, which was impossible. It was negative 30 degrees. The Dolphins playing the heat. The Chiefs are used to the cold. I also saw a reel about Dolphins Stadium, the way that it was built, is that the sun shines on the opposing team side. The entire game, they have sun in their eyes, and they're hotter than the other side where it's shady. Um, Okay, that's giving, like, cheater. It's giving home court advantage. Wait, that's, like, really low-key crazy because, like, it kind of reminds me of like when the Patriots were deflating those balls, like a sort, like a very small detail, but it is considered cheating. Okay. No, but like it's not. They. Well, I guess like how can you? They're really, playing by chess. The way, I don't know if I believe that because games are at one, four, or eight. Like the sun is at a different spot. Well, that's, that's between a lie. one and four, but it's still coming in at an angle, or it's a overhead. No. I'm just telling you what I saw in the real. Okay, the real. And is then fake. they don't play the second half of the year where the sun's like on the other side. I'm not buying world. it. I'm not buying it. Let me Google it. Dolphin Stadium Sun. Cheat. Sa- Dolphin Stadium Sun Sabotage. By the way, <laughs> title. <laughs> Love. Say that again. It's 30 degrees hotter on the other side. She's, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Wow. So I, what, like, that to me is such an extreme. I feel like if the Chiefs and the Finns had played in Florida, the Dolphins would have won. I'm sorry. The Chiefs yeah. and the who? The Finns. That's what we call them down here. And you know what we say? Finns, Finns up. up. Okay, Alex Earl. Okay, East Ventura. Literally. It's giving Dan Marino and the Dolphin. Yeah. But those are two teams with, that play in extreme weather. And, it, yeah. and, and that's a real home court advantage. So that's why the Chiefs versus Bills will be interesting because oh. they're both cold weather players. You're so right. And they're doing it in Buffalo. It's, and there's a blizzard here. Like, 
Interesting. Also, it's kind of like celebrity spouse versus celebrity spouse. Because let's me not forget, Josh Allen is dating the beautiful Haley Steinfeld. And they're like really low-key serious. And I'm obsessed. Yeah. And it's like, is Taylor going to watch with her former friend Haley? Oh, by the way, totally forgot about like the history between those two. Oh my God. Do you know what Tinks told me? What? And like, it was a fact about Taylor Swift that like I didn't know. Okay. There was like a very brief period, like maybe a week back in the day where Taylor Swift dated Evan Spiegel. Did you know that? No. Is that crazy? That's a fun fact. Yeah, Tinks was full of them. Oh, I'm sure. Tinks this, Tinks that. <laughs> what about me? I feel like all we talk about is Tinks these days. <laughs> Anyways, Tinks and Kristen Juszczyk. Sounds about right. Okay, like circling back, so happy for Kristen Juszczyk. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. And the cream always rises, you guys. It's so true. Are you ready for our next story? More football news. Yes. Jason Kelsey tells his teammates that he's retiring from the NFL after 13 seasons with the Eagles. So the Eagles lost last night, and Jason announced to his teammates in the locker room that he will be retiring. So... Obviously, it's not a great way to go out, losing in the first round of the playoffs, especially when you made it to the Super Bowl last year. And I'm sure part of him last year was like, if I win the Super Bowl, I will retire. If I don't, I'll try one more time. Now, do you think it's better to have gone out like at the end of a season where you lose in the Super Bowl or to go out at the end of a season where you lose in the first round of the playoffs? It would have been a a nicer story if it was last season. It was like him versus his brother. Even though he lost, I don't think of it as a loss because like there's nothing more of a win than playing in the Super Bowl against your brother. And like, the, it was all about his family. But I feel like athletes and just, you know, people in general just have a hard time, like going out on top because they I think know. there's more to climb. No, and the timing is really, really hard. And I just Googled it because I wanted to make sure, um, like if he's ever won a Super Bowl and he has, he won once in twenty. Yeah, remember, oh, you didn't watch their documentary yet. And he gave that big speech about hungry dogs. Oh no, I actually really do need to watch that stupid ass documentary. Like you don't. Let me say it's probably way easier to like consider retiring um, when you have such a huge career outside of football, like between the podcast and like him just being like really a celebrity, both in Philly, but everywhere too. It's probably a lot easier to reconcile like the loss of income with the the idea that you actually probably are now open to way more opportunities. I'm sure he would not have a hard time getting like a big broadcasting contract. Oh yeah, people love him. For him, I don't think it's about the revenue. He Like if you watch the documentary, which I don't think you need to do, like he's really- Normal. Yeah, not about that. I'm, I'm sure he has more money than he'll ever need. And the podcast is really, he's got a career. Mm-hmm. And it is nice to not like worry what your next job is gonna be. But he also has like a lot of investments in the- yeah, he does a lot of different things. He stays busy. And then, of course, his music career. Yeah, I'm sure he'll continue to do stuff like that. And he really is a celebrity. I mean, he's a celebrity, period, but he's like the mayor of Philadelphia. Yeah, he's like a real like a leader in his community. He is, and he takes that seriously. So there's a lot waiting for him, but I'm sure it's hard. And, you know, when you're an athlete, like, it's not just you played in the NFL. Like, your entire your life. life. It's so true. Your entire life, waking up, workouts, ice bath, cold plunge. Yeah, but then it's like the first time that for a lot of them that they get to spend like a serious amount of time with their kids. Yeah, but then you watch Tyson Fury's documentary and you got to get back out there. It's too much time with your kids. It's That's true. Yeah, I think it's hard for people who are like going, 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 going to stop or slow yeah. down even. 
And it really, it wasn't a great year for the Eagles. I feel like they started out really on top and just slowly, slowly, like they couldn't get their act together. And they kind of were just this discombobulated mess. Yeah, but maybe he'll come back like Tom Brady style. No, he's like a, like Jason Kelsey's he's a man really of serious. Word. Like he's when he says word. something, he means it. Yeah, and this is not a decision he takes lightly, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. No, but that's what happens. It's really hard to slow down. And then they're like, well, maybe I should just play more. It's also weird, like, because the Kelsey family are from Ohio. Like, that's their home. Mm -hmm. But he spent 13 years in Philly. Like, do you stay in Philly? I saw something, but nothing reputable, nor that I clicked. It might have just been, like, a Facebook, you know, one of those, like, fake headlines to get you to click about how he's moving out of Philly. It's fake. Yeah. Like, how would we know that? And where does Donna live? I feel like she lives in Philly, too. But also, his wife is a Philly girl. I think they'll stay. And, like, the kids have lived there for 13 years. Well, not 13, but you know what I mean. Like, they're in school and stuff. Yeah, I think that they will stay there, even though the family should be together. I feel like he's kind of going to become to the Eagles what Tony Romo is to the Cowboys, you know? Yes, an elder statesman. An elder statesman, and he is the, like, official broadcaster for a certain network when the Cowboys play. Oh, that's why I'm, uh, to me, Tony Romo's always the broadcasting. No, because you only watch Cowboys games in your house. Interessant. Yeah. Oh, who, you know who what? Who am I? Zach told me a fun fact. What? Fun fact. That for the last two years, the color of the Super Bowl logo yes, has I wound know, up being the, the team colors that played. And it's Ravens and Niners this year. And it's Ravens and Niners this year. That's like kind of weird. It's because NFL is scripted. The NFL is scripted. Who am I? Cowboys. Harry? Yeah. Harry's favorite word is cowboys because Zach is like infiltrating and making sure that Harry grows up knowing like this is a cowboy's house. And anytime you see someone playing a sport or literally the no, color blue. All football to him is cowboys. Cowboys. And it was funny because when the when Dallas lost, um, I was like, well, Harry said the cowboys lost. And he was like, no, because to him, the green cowboys won. Right, right. <laughs> They're all cowboys. They're all, I mean, they are all cowboys. And, I mean, and I think we're all cowboys. I think we all want to be cowboys. I don't even know if the cowboys want to be cowboys, you know? Anything can happen. No, it's so true. And to make the playoffs, really, it's like an honor to be nominated. Yeah, yeah. Came further. Right, as long as you're usual. always getting better. Yeah, but it's time for, you know, a serious change. I have no idea what. What needs to change? I think maybe, maybe Jason a, Kelsey a new, needs to take his talents to to Dallas. Maybe a yeah. new coach. I don't know who the coach is. No, actually, I was reading something about a general manager. Yeah. Oh, they, Apparently, oh, 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 they the don't Cowboys have don't one. have one because Jerry takes it on. And I trust Jerry. I just want to say, like, I look at Jerry and I say that man knows what he's doing. But the fans, like, who are upset with the lack of progress, they say. We want a GM. Now, I don't really know what a manager is going to do. Like, um, I just field. think, don't you need, like, better players? But yeah. maybe I just don't know enough about football. Also, it's like, okay, Dallas didn't go where they wanted to go. But it's not like they were last. Like, no, why do like, they need to upheave their entire no, system? But the Jets don't? Like, please, okay? Right. Like, you, they did okay. They made it to the playoffs in the middle of the pack. No, it's they don't so need true. full upheaval. Just like and they had a winning record, they were like twelve and four. That's really we'll good. do better next year. Yeah, doesn't mean it needs to be a referendum on Jerry. No, it's so true. Like leave Jerry alone. <laughs> leave Jerry alone. Leave him alone. 
Are you ready for our next story? What number is this? Three? Three. Sorry. Trace? Yeah. We always like to inject a little Spanish on the show. I literally like am Spanish Even because La Turd. Right, no, and everyone thinks I'm Spanish because Claudia is like a Latin name. And I feel like actually I am. Okay. Like when I said like when I was in Mexico. Are you the Rachel Dolezal? Yes. Of Spanish. You're Hilaria. Yes. But my name is actually Claudia. You're Claudia Baldwin. I, I guess it would be like the equivalent of me like introducing myself as Claudia. Yeah. That's Hillary Hilaria, Claudia Claudia. No, but you didn't have to change any letters. You don't have to change any Morgan letters. It's true. It's just my intonation. Yeah. Mm. Well, esta en la casa. Our next story is just a little award show recap from the weekend because there were many award shows that Mm -hmm. took place. Last night was the Emmys. Then there was the Critics' Choice. Which apparently, like, we all watch now. Okay. Chelsea Handler hosted that. Emmys was a no-host situation. I didn't watch. Yeah, obviously, like, hosting is kind of the name on everyone's lips. That's, like, why people are tuning in. And I think a lot of people actually did tune in to the Critics' Choice Awards. One, because it was the first show after the Golden Globes, and, like, you wanted to compare hosts. And, of course, Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy dated very seriously for, like, two years. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they did back-to-back award shows and one of them flopped, like, people wanted to see what she would do. Battle of the Exes. Now, I watched her monologue. It was, like, harmless. It was funny. Like, she just did the job, you know? Is it going to be talked about for years? No. But she did a good job. She didn't yell at anyone. She didn't have a breakdown. And people, for the most part, seemed to really like her jokes. Like, in the audience, they were having a good time. Yeah. Now, of course, like, it just makes the whole joke thing, like, even worse. Like, your ex-girlfriend, like, could do it and you couldn't, you know? Yeah, and it's just... I toy between being like, it's a thankless job. Everybody hates you no matter what you do. And also being like a thankless job. Try coal mining. All you have to do is tell a couple jokes and that's your trade. You just have to make people laugh. You have endless fodder. You're on a huge stage. It's a great platform to launch yourself, especially anyone would kill for that opportunity. What are you doing complaining? No, it's so true. And and if it's really so hard, like hit the mines. Mine a coal. Mine a coal. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right that, like uh, I go back and forth yeah no I when I first came on the show to recap Joe Coy my mindset was like it's a thankless job like people just should have left and like moved on but then you were really put everything in perspective like it's actually probably the best job in the world it's a job where you have an entire team of writers so if you don't want to write jokes like you don't have to the best joke wins two it's a, the hardest part of doing stand-up is memorizing your jokes and writing your jokes. Two things you don't have to do when you have a gig like this. You have a teleprompter and you have a team of writers. You get like full glam. Like it sounds amazing actually. And it's a platform for literally someone like Joe Coy, who maybe not everyone tuning in knew of. It's like the biggest stage. So I actually, my mind completely changed and I agree with you. Thank you. So yeah, that's where I've landed. And now it's just like award show season. There were a couple standout moments from the Emmys. Suki Waterhouse arrived bumping to the gods. Bumping to the gods. Yeah. Uh, Christina Applegate received a standing ovation as a presenter. Made some jokes. She's a queen. She's a queen. She said it was ableist for everybody to be giving her a standing ovation because she can't stand without a cane. Like, obsessed. Yeah. Like, that's and it's funny. Like, that's, and also, she didn't write that joke because she didn't know they would all be standing. So that's just like someone being funny. 
Yeah, and then she was like, sorry, my body's not biozampic because I think like the illness that she has like makes her gain weight and she's yeah. just like, lean, she's just leaning in like whatever. Yeah. And like she was being funny off the cuff improv queen like we stand. There was also drama between Bella Ramsey and Ariana DeBose from the Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah, it's giving like major loser on loser crime. I don't care. Yeah. And, you know, the stars were out. I... I didn't watch either of them so I really I'm so sorry like not doing my job as a pop culture commentator but um no we watched that other one yeah I feel like the Golden Globes was like enough for me Diana I'll watch the Oscars and the Grammys yeah I feel like Critics Choice is definitely not required viewing and the Emmys really aren't either yeah there were some nice looks though everyone's been looking nice lately and I appreciate that by the way, did you see what happened to Kelty Knight on the red carpet? That she lost her diamond? Yeah, her diamond, four carat diamond, like fell out of her, the setting of her ring. And like, she literally hasn't found it. Damn. Isn't that crazy? Gonna... I'm sure she has it insured, but like, that sucks. Yeah, that really does. Oh my God, I totally forgot to wear my rings today. I am still married. Just wanted to say. I don't know. He was spotted with a woman's luggage. <laughs> in Nordstrom. He was spotted shopping in Nordstrom with a bag full of bikinis. Yeah. It's true. I uh, No comment. Are you ready for our next story? No. No. You don't look ready. So I'm I'll, not. I'll let you get ready. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm really not ready. Take your time, La. These next two stories are brought to you by Dermalogica, specifically the Daily Microfoliant, which is a favorite among fans of the brand. So it's activated with water. If you are into exfoliating, which I'm obsessed with exfoliating my face, I happen to love the Daily Microfoliant from Dermalogica. It's not like others, you know? You like mix it, you feel like a chemist. You like It's like this little powder and it's kind of grainy. It's then Elizabeth Sott? Yes. You add water and like mix it up in your hands and then it becomes like foamy and stuff. Um, And it's safe to use every day. So I really love to exfoliate my face, but a lot of them are really harsh and you can't do it more than like twice a week. The daily microfoliant is suitable for all skin types, even sensitive skin. And some of the benefits are improved skin smoothness. You can reduce blackheads. It visibly brightens skin and minimizes the look of dark spots. So Dermalogica is a professional grade skincare brain brand whose products are designed to treat your unique skin concerns. I feel like Dermalogica is just a brand that's trusted. So whatever it is that you need, I trust Dermalogica brands. Like whenever I need a new cleanser or whatever it is, like I go there and I happen to love the daily microfoliant. And that's how I learned about the brand because it kind of went viral on TikTok and everybody was talking about it. So that's how I eventually, you know, got involved. So visit Dermalogica.com for more information and a free gift with a $20 or more purchase at checkout. So Dermalogica is spelled D-E-R-M-A-L-O-G-I-C-A.com. So visit Dermalogica.com for more information and a free gift with $20 or more purchase at checkout. Today's episode is also brought to you by Skims. Skims is creating the next generation of underwear and bras for everybody. So there's so many collections that I feel like go really viral, but currently I'm in my Fits Everybody collection. My favorite bras are from the Fits Everybody collection. I love everything from this collection. It's so well made. It's the best t-shirt bra I've owned. I wear it every day. It comes in, by the way, I feel like Skims is, everybody talks like all about Skims, but they don't talk about how every one of their products comes in like a thousand colors. Yeah. It's not just beige. It's sand. Like they have like a thousand different beiges. Top. And then a thousand different blacks. Because you really do need onyx. I love onyx. That's my favorite color. <laughs> I feel like you really do need like so many different colors of underwear and bras for different outfits. And they yeah. really, under, they, they get it. So the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra is a favorite of Jackie and I. If you have like real breasts, you know, like women's breasts, breasts that maybe don't stand up on their own all the time. Breasts that maybe hurt your back. Like Breasts that need a hand. 
breasts that need a helping hand. That <laughs> Skims should use as their slogan. They're made with innovative technology. They give you the best shape and support. Every bra is designed with the comfiest, softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. And their bras are available in 62 sizes. They go from 30A to 46H. Believe the hype. Skims has over 1,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Their Skims bras are now available at skims.com, plus get free shipping on orders of over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that the toast sent you after you placed your order. Select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows and if you're looking for a gift for your for valentine's day for yourself skims just launched their best valentine's shop ever also available at skims.com great thank you before we get to the last two stories two bits of news that i just when i checked my phone i saw one kylie dyed her hair pink oh i know i'm obsessed yeah what you're not no i mean i love everything she does but i just i didn't I feel like it's incongruous to this era that she's in of just being like kind of like demure Timothy's lady. Oh, I totally disagree. Because I feel like while, yes, she's been dressing like very demure Timothy's lady, she's just kind of in this like free era. You know what I mean? Like, oh, for she's sure. She's just doing whatever the fuck she wants, like going to the Emmys and being on TV for three hours. Like that's not something she would ever do. And I love, like I, I first of all, I loved that King Kylie era where she wore wigs and had different colored hair all the time. Like that was so iconic. And now it's like more mature King Kylie era. I love it. No, it's exciting, and I, I'll change. I'd love to see it, and I look forward to following her in this journey. I hope it's not just like a wig for a shoot, and then like tomorrow she's back to the black of hair. It, it did not look like a wig, but her wigs never do. Right, so we'll see. What was the second piece of news? Oh, something that I've been obsessed with all weekend that I know you don't care about, but I'm sure there are people out there who do, is Ballerina Farm has given birth. She gave birth two weeks ago, but she's also hosting the Miss America pageant in Las Vegas, and... This woman is not real. Like okay, I she went deserves, on a ballerina farm stalking rampage the other day. This woman deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. Like she just gave birth. She has seven children. She makes her own food and kills her own game. And she is hosting Miss Universe. She looks un Mrs. America. She looks unreal. She's just Jackie, not real. I feel like she has eight kids because I stalked her and then I stalked her husband and his bio said father of eight. Maybe it was seven going on eight. Right. She gave birth at home, no medication. Like, she's just not a real person. Okay, also, I want to talk about Ballerina Farm. I would. I could talk all day about Ballerina Farm, and I'm glad that you're in the mix. No, because Eight I was... Eight Littles. I was, I was reading this article about her, and you know how, like, when anybody, especially, like, a digital person, mostly a woman, has, like, a scandal attached to them, they absolutely, like, have to reference it in the first sentence of the article. Oh, yes, I know the drama about her. So, the drama is that her husband is rich. Her husband's dad like started JetBlue or something. Like they're really, really wealthy. And so that's like her scandal. Right. Um, that's like not a scandal. Like it's not bad, like it's not illegal to be rich. No, so I like, guess what we're just jealous. Like Oh, for sure. But this is the host and she has a twenty thousand dollar stove and no one will ever let her forget it. I think people's By the way, that's like literally not a lot of money relative to how much money she has right people's issue is that she's like promoting this very difficult lifestyle while like she's having, not promoting it she's literally just living it she, and no, people and claudia, people happen to care claudia i stand with ballerina farm no no i know you're just like telling me what what the discourse is but people yeah. are dumb and no, stupid and, and ugly live, like, like why does dumb. she have to live a certain way just because she has money like no and it's like and it's also not her like you don't know how they live. the way this article was like you know even though like like it, it's like how you would like I'm sorry, like I'm having a stroke. I can't talk. It was so stupid. Like the fact that that's attached to her as like her big scandal. And like it somehow yeah. like invalidates everything she it does. It invalidates like, everything she does, which is crazy. 
gave birth no, eight the, times. Like, everybody's like, eat the rich. Like it's, uh, the rich are so wasteful. I'm like this girl's literally living the opposite of that life. Like I'm sure she doesn't fly private, you know, like they're literally doing the opposite of what people hate rich people for, you know, like excessive wealth and abundance of things that they, that, that they don't need. Very wasteful, multiple homes, carbon footprint. Like she's doing the opposite. Right. And she's the devil. Like I can't. Right. Like, she's raising so cattle. She's making so her jealous. own bread. So jealous. Oh yes. Yeah. So they're so jealous. Yeah. I am. No, but she also like does it all because then she also got a spray tan. I'm like, yes, queen. Relatable. Oh, uh, wait, she got a spray tan? She got a spray tan for Mrs. America. Oh, of course, of course. But like it's literally- this What's woman- with you and Mrs. America? Is it a pageant of married women? It's Miss America. No, no, no. She's Mrs. America. Not Miss America. Mrs. But America- Miss America was this weekend. No, she's a, it's a pageant of married women. Wait, what? Are you serious? Mrs. America. Yeah. There's Miss America and Mrs. And she has been Mrs. America. Now she's going to, you know, support. Because it was like Mrs. Universe or something. Mrs. Okay. World. Oh, my God. I didn't know that they made a pageant, like, for Mrs. Yeah. And there's honestly, like. Jackie. It, Jackie. Should we enroll? <laughs> we should. If I had to scour you the. You could be int- Mrs. Florida and I could be Mrs. New York. That would be a dream. <laughs> if I had to scour the entire country for a woman who is Mrs. America. And embodies what you would aspire a Mrs. America to be. It's right Ballerina here. Farm. No, I'm right and here. I'm so glad that 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 she like found her way to that path. I'm so impressed by this woman. It's not no, real. She's insane. I saw her making this like lemon curd. Well, I was looking through like her <laughs> reels, and one of them had 30 million views. I'm like, oh, which one is this? And it was literally just a recipe of her making like a lemon cake, and it like wasn't even like that high quality. Like people just die for her. It's crazy. Yeah, no, and everything she does just like it looks, it's aesthetic, but like it's really not because it's just like Where her and her live? house. She lives in Utah. Oh. Yeah, and then also, so there's like this, now that I engage with Ballerina Farm so often, she's one of my most interacted with, there yeah. is like this trend on social media of trad wives. What does that stand for? I think traditional wives. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw this. Trad. Trad. It's that's yeah. like the thing. And I see other trad wives and a lot of it, some of it's like put on because like they, I think they like go and buy these like huge dresses that like. Yeah, right. And they like put on an apron. It's aprons. like costume. It's cosplay. Yeah, but, um, but it's nice and they cook and they put it all in the bell mason jar. Yeah, I mean, they love a mason and jar. And they're always like, you know, boiling peaches. Yeah. And the sleeves are puffy. Yeah. And it's nice. And yeah. I think it's like in the way of fashion influencer, like people distill from that something they can take away into their everyday life, whether it's just a new trend, like, oh, I'm going to wear a belt. What if I wore this hat to the party tonight? Like people follow trad wives and it's like, hey, maybe I will cook dinner. Maybe. That's like me. Trad wife. That's literally you. <laughs> I'm a trad wife. Like kind of, but because you like cook a lot and like you're like a mom and stuff, but you also work, which is kind I'm of like ho- the opposite. I'm a homemaking trad wife, but it's just like there's you're not the definition time in the day. of a of a modern woman. Like you're a trad wife who has like a f- business. Yeah, but these trad wives on Instagram, like it's their business too. You know, it's not just like they're right. home all day; they're also making content. So they're not trad wives. I'm sorry, trad wives don't work. It's inherently contradictory. It is, but maybe that's like the new kind of. Like a new age for women, like having it all, you know, being a trad wife who makes a living. Yeah, because also then you don't have to sell your wares at the market if you're making 
I'm sorry, what? Like, I feel like traditionally, a trad wife, if they weren't filming themselves, they would make their jarred goods and they would go and sell their wares at the market. No, I, that that's, no. A trad wife, like, waits at home and cooks and cleans and waits for the husband to come home. Like, very mad Oh, men. no, I'm also, I'm talking about, like, a homesteading trad wife. Like, doing it all, the most. This conversation is not English. A homesteading trad wife? Yeah, like, Ballerina Farm's a homesteading trad wife. She doesn't just, like, sit at By home way, and make Betty Crocker. Title? Homesteading trad wife? Greater than. Except you don't let us use greater than symbols in our title because you can't put it in YouTube. I just like also, I'm over the greater than. Oh. I'm over this. Yeah, me too. Yeah, who does that? <laughs> Not me anymore. Not a homesteading trad wife. But anyways, Not a, home- a trad wife like could be like, you know, someone who makes... Betty Crocker, Hamburger Helper, like Ballerina Farm would literally never. Never. I'm glad that you came around to to her ways. She's so impressive. Also, tell me who she looks like and why is it Kelsey Owens from Siesta oh, that's King? That's good. That's good. They're twins. So Mazel Tov on the birth of her baby. Beautiful. Ballerina. I wonder if she likes podcasts. Like... I don't know why I just like feel like she doesn't have electricity. Like I know she does. No, like she does. Like she has the Duna stroller. Like no, and she literally has like a tripod because she makes content. <laughs> right, but and like like I said, she got a spray tan. She got a spray tan, right? And she took a plane to Las Vegas. Private or, or commercial? Unclear, but the photos air like it looked like a regular airport. Well, I would assume she would fly JetBlue. Right. No, but it was giving like all those articles like former, you know, where like he started it, but maybe he got like. McDonald's out of it. Right, 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 right. Anyways, let's move on to the next story. I'll pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back to her tomorrow. We'll circle back. This next story is one of my favorite stories. It's my favorite kind of story. Aubrey O'Day has been slammed as disrespectful for captioning her thirst traps with an MLK quote yesterday. Oh, that yes. is disrespectful. So yesterday, Audrey O'Day posted a 10-slide carousel in promotion of her OnlyFans, very seductive, sultry photos. No. And the caption is, quote, our lives it's, begin to I end. I was going to guess. I was going to guess. Oh. Only love, can, only light can drive out darkness. Like, no, that like, would have been better. It what was, is it? Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Martin Luther King Jr. That's the whole caption. And I do wonder, like, how she thought that related to, like, obviously it's beyond inappropriate and out of touch, but that's not really my concern. Like, I can understand why she wouldn't understand that. But I'm just curious how it relates to the pictures. Like, you always, your caption is reflective of what the photos consist of. Yes, but I do feel like people have become accustomed to just, like, putting a quote on a photo. And if you go down that rabbit hole too far without picking your head up, it's like, okay, here are my photos of the day. And what's a good quote of this day? MLK day. ML Quay quote. No, I'm sorry. This is really crazy. Like, oh, no, no, no. It's really insane. Crazy. But I'm just saying, like, I could see how someone could get so caught up in, like, Instagram quote culture that they miss that this is not the move. Right. Like, this is somebody quoting, like, too close to the sun. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I do a daily quote. Maybe I should do, like, a daily quote for the day that this is. Right. Right. Which is MLK Day. Let me find a quote that resonates with me. Now... I think that this is, you know, reprehensible. It's also extremely on brand for Aubrey O'Day. Like, I actually don't think this will affect her standing in culture, like, whatsoever. Because she's just kind of, like, known as, like, this hot mess. Yeah. 
And now everyone's talking about it. It was all in promotion of her OnlyFans. Like when you swipe through the carousel, there's a card that like is like a meme about her OnlyFans. So here we are like furthering promoting her OnlyFans. It's kind of brilliant. She reminds me a lot of Larsa Pippen. Oh, yeah. Just similar energies, similar bodies, similar, you know. Similar work. energy, yeah. Though Larsa similar would work. never. Larsa would never know. Larsa's like a queen. Um, also, I saw something on TikTok today that made me giggle so hard. Justin Timberlake's like out here on TikTok like making hype videos that he's releasing a new album. And it's like the way we don't care is so amazing to me. Like in any other year, if somebody was of, even like if anybody – if any no, if anybody of similar like size to Justin Timberlake like started teasing a new album for the first time in many many years, like it would be news. This TikTok was like days old. Yeah, I hadn't even heard about it. You know who I have to ask? My husband. Your husband. I that's my like litmus test. Like if my husband cares about because he loved Justin Timberlake back in the yep. day, so it's like does he still have fans? I will know if I ask my husband. The rise and fall of Justin Timberlake should be studied by scientists. It's so crazy how literally people were like, he's Michael Jackson. Like in that video, Vanguard, Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, king of pop, king of pop. Like, first of all, who the fuck wants to be the next Michael Jackson? He was literally a pedophile. Nevertheless, I progress. I, I digress. Um, the way he went from that to like not being able to get fucking arrested is truly, it needs to be studied. It's, it's a case study in what not to do. Yeah, but for so long, he, he was, was it. He was what to do. He's how you transition from a boy band to a solo artist. Mm -hmm. He was like the blueprint. I feel like I've been saying like a lot today. I really need to stop. I just keep, I keep feeling myself saying it. I didn't notice. I didn't okay. notice. We've gotten so much better at that. Don't jinx it. We are far from perfect, but I don't know how the fuck people used to listen to the show like five years ago. I feel as though... That, the culture? No, people who listened to us when we spoke like that were in the same boat as us. And I'm sure they've improved too. And then also it's just more pleasant for everyone now that we speak like this. But we were younger and I think younger people speak like that and our audience was younger. But now we're all growing. Yeah, yeah. Growing, we do it every day. Our fifth and final story is a little royal family news because I absolutely need to talk about my kings and queens. So Literally. there's, you know, always just rumors, but I thought this one was interesting. Queen Elizabeth was allegedly infuriated over Harry and Meghan's claim that she approved them naming their daughter Lilibet. No. Yeah, so the late Queen Elizabeth was infuriated that Meghan and Harry claimed that she gave their blessing for their daughter to be named Lilibet. There's a new book. That's why there's all these rumors right now. There's a new book oh. that's out um, called Charles III, New King, New Court, The Inside Story. Because there was also another book that came out like a few weeks ago by Omid Scobie about like Meghan and Harry. And there was and like, did you see the drama about the translation? Yeah. That was crazy. In one of the like translated copies. Versions. It, it like, said who made the comment about Archie's skin color. And who was it? I forget. A lot of the places wouldn't publish it because it's libel. Right. I feel like it was Camilla. No, I don't remember who it was. Isn't that crazy? Because there yeah, was, was a Camilla time where Charles, yeah, there was a time where like that piece of information was what I needed to know. Like, yeah. I, if I could find out anything in this world, like I would want to know who said it. Yeah. So there's this new book, and uh, one of the allegations in it is that the Queen was very mad that they said that they got her approval. Apparently, um, one member of the staff privately recalled that the Queen had been as angry as I ever saw her when they announced that. In the excerpt, it said. Um, 
that they called the queen to let her know like we had the baby and we're naming it after you but like in a situation like that you don't ask can we name it and you don't say no you can't you know right. what i mean so <sighs> then it came out that it was Lilibet. and then they had said that they asked the queen if they could use the name and this person saying they never asked Okay, it sounds like a little bit like semantics and also, um, oh, this is tough because now I'm like seeing things through the lens of The Crown. I'm seeing everything through the lens of this last season of The Crown and... And just based on the part where I'm at, I feel like I could actually see a world in which like Harry hates his grandma. Yeah, I don't know why I had the idea that Harry was the queen's favorite, like, because he was always, like, this, like, jokester, and they had a funny relationship. I know the crown is not entirely truthful, but I don't think that's the case. Like, I think her... I mean, what we see in the crown is that, like... because Elizabeth represents everything that, like, killed Diana. Yeah, no, on both ends, like, I mean, but I think Harry respects his grandma, but I don't think they had... I think if anyone had a special relationship, it's... Elizabeth and William, William not only because they are in the same position, but they have, are of a, of a very similar nature. You know, they both take very seriously what they're doing. And throughout the seasons of The Crown, they have like special like occasions or instances or conversations that, but I know that's also just the show, but they don't just pull shit out of thin air. Mm-hmm. But the way that the show, the last few episodes ended, like it really left, you could see how the riff begins like especially between William and Harry the way that it ends the last episode is Camilla and Charles's wedding that's where they decided to end the show I actually thought it was a really nice place to end it by the way I also didn't really realize how long it took for them to get married yeah I just kind of assumed that him and Diana broke up and then like shortly after he got married to Camilla but I guess it was like a really really big deal that he got remarried no and I don't know how the firm feels about this show but it is so good for them. For Charles. It, first of all, Dominic West has made me like Charles so much. I completely As a agree. future king, as a father, I think he's like good on all of those counts. I, it makes me like him and Camilla so much. I, I agree. I feel like, you know, they probably feel like, oh no, the crown, it's like this bad thing. But I think it's done so much good for their public perception. At least for, I know how I feel about them. And even I as agree. I was watching the entire show, I'm like, I love the queen, love the queen. But I've always like, dislike Charles because like he's Charles but now that I'm done with it I have like more respect for Charles and William and Kate those are the best episodes no but also I think so many people dislike Charles because of Diana but and I don't know if this was the case in real life but in the show like at the time of her death like they actually were in a really good spot in terms of like their relationship with one another and co-parenting and things like that so it's also tough because I wasn't like alive or like conscious when it was happening in real time. So like really everything I know about this is from things like The Crown. Yeah. Back to Lilibet. I actually don't believe this. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some, some things they feel one way, they feel another way. But it is, when you think back on like, yes. after watching this season, and they're really like sowing the seeds for Harry too be the rebel and leave it's all just even weirder like now that it's all brought to the fore again just because I'm in this time period of like before he left and how it all went down like it's so crazy because even on the crown like the smallest things are the biggest deal because it's headline news and like when they exited nothing on the crown has ever been crazier probably since the um 
abdication. No, or like Diana's death. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, Megs, it was crazy. So that's just like where I am right now. And like I'm... I was here four yeah. years ago, but it's it's crazy all over it. So now I'm reading these headlines. I'm like, yeah, no, it's hard like not to believe. Whereas usually I'm like tabloid trash. They don't know anything. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Interesting. But it was such a delight to watch. I'm so glad that I that I made the time because it was fully immersive. The St. Andrews episodes of William and Kate, like I was grinning from the fashion show. The, I was grinning from ear to ear. Don't spoil. From ear to ear, it was just lovely. We'll talk about the season when you're done with it. Okay, I'm like now so excited. Yeah, you should like go treat yourself today. I will. I have, after this, I have an Amazon Live. Make sure to tune in. And then I'm going to spend the night watching The Crown because Ben's out of town and he doesn't watch it and it's like so annoying. So when he gets in bed, I have to turn it off. Unacceptable. He could learn a little something. I'm sure he'd love it. I know. But he really should start from the beginning. Yeah, I might... I mean, I have so many Me things too. to rewatch, but that is on my rewatch list at some point. I mean, I have so many things to watch, like all the housewives and everything, but like I want to rewatch The Crown, but I think it's going to make me sad because she's no longer with us. Like when I watch those seasons, and I'm so glad I watched them when they were, when she was alive, because I had so much appreciation for her at the end of mm-hmm. her life. But now it's like, it's just going to be such a reminder. Like it's such the end of an era. It's depressing. Yeah. It's like really over. Well, those were the past five. You definitely needed to know every single one of them. I'm so glad to be back. We've got a great week of shows. Don't let us forget to do Queenie and Weenie of the Week on Friday. Mm-hmm. Hold us accountable. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of Monday Morning Show. Okay, I have no voice. Like, yeah. I really, I'm not, I'm not going to waste And I got to go, and the episode's got to go up. Love ya. Bye. Bye.